Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. We'll talk about it with Washington Post Supreme Court reporter Robert Barnes at 6.15. Dow and NASDAQ both up 72 points today. NASDAQ closed up 12. And the commanders release Carson Wentz in their failed quarterback experiment. WTOP News Time, 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Steele. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. More snow and tornadoes are a big concern tonight as the plains and northeast get pummeled by another massive winter storm. It's the same system that caused widespread damage in Kansas, Texas, and Oklahoma. KWTV's Addie Crawford is in Norman. This red car upside down with its tires in the air and its hood resting on another car. The house to the right has its roof absolutely torn off with exposed wood and bricks all over the ground. You can see insulation from the house as well. Meantime, California is recovering from rare snow. KCBS reporter Rick Montanez is near L.A. You can see visibility is very, very low. There's a lot of fog, some blowing snow, and it's very difficult to see some of these vehicles even just making their way through here. Some parts of the state got about five feet of snow this weekend. Jurors in Alec Murdoch's double murder trial in South Carolina are about to go on a field trip soon to the scene of the crime. The judge's ruling came after a request from Alec Murdoch's lawyer. We believe it would be useful for the jury to see visit Moselle, both the uh, area in the kennels and the house. Moselle is the family property where Murdoch's wife and son were fatally shot in June of 2021. The disgraced and disbarred attorney testified he did not kill them. Jim Crisula, CBS News. About 30 million Americans could lose critical food benefits from the government this week as SNAP benefits get slashed. Ellen Vollinger's with the Food Research and Action Center. It's going to fall on the hungry people themselves, the SNAP participants who are operating on relatively meager benefits anyway. And when this change happens, the average amount that the SNAP participant gets per day will be about $6. The elderly could be hit the hardest. Put down that fake sugar. It's what a lot of us use to make that coffee sweet, artificial sweetener. But Dr. Stanley Hazen of the Cleveland Clinic says some of them have an ingredient you should try to avoid. Erythritol, when provided, was actually enhancing clot formation. And he says it's leading to heart attacks, stroke, and death, even among those with no known heart disease. If you go natural and you buy things at the produce section and do whole foods, I think that is really the message that I recommend. CBS's Matt Piper says it's a problem now because it's used too much. Despite new reports this weekend, the White House says we still don't know how COVID started. There is not a consensus right now in the U.S. government about exactly how COVID started. That's National Security Spokesman John Kirby. His comments come after the Department of Energy said it believes COVID was caused by a lab leak in China. This is CBS News. Find tools for the job site or your own backyard at over 10,000 authorized local steel dealers. Find yours at steelusa.com, S-T-I-H-L-U-S-A dot com. Good evening, everybody. It is 6.03. We're glad you're with us on this Monday, February the 27th, 45 degrees. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story, he was at one time arguably the most influential religious leader in Washington. Tonight, attorneys for former Catholic Cardinal Theodore McCarrick, the one-time Archbishop of Washington, are saying his dementia 
has progressed and he's unfit to st- stand trial. Now they're asking a judge to dismiss the sexual assault case against him. The former Archbishop of Washington, Theodore McCarrick, is now 92 years old and set to stand trial for charges he sexually assaulted a 16-year-old boy in Massachusetts in 1974. The victim alleges McCarrick abused him at his brother's wedding reception at Wellesley College. He's the first to bring criminal charges against the defrocked cardinal, but 14 minors and at least five adults have accused McCarrick of sexual assault, according to bishopaccountability.org. But his attorneys say his cognitive decline is, quote, worsening rapidly, citing a recent neurological exam of McCarrick at the facility where he lives in Missouri. The prosecution told the judge it wants to conduct another competency test. The judge will hear the results in April. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Now to the deadly problem between cars, bikes, and pedestrians. That's what's driving a new road safety bill in Montgomery County. Saying that 19 pedestrians and bicyclists were killed on Montgomery County roads last year, County Council President Evan Glass introduced a bill that would ban right turns on red lights and extend walk times at crosswalks by three to seven seconds. It would impact downtown and town center areas only. Those are some of the most heavily utilized areas of our county. This bill will greatly enhance safety for everyone. One supporter of the bill is Mindy Baden, whose 32-year-old son was hit and killed while crossing Rockville Pike in 2020. We have a chance to reduce the number of deaths and injuries on our Montgomery County roadways. In Montgomery County, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. New this evening, a man was stabbed on the platform of the U Street Metro Station in Northwest D.C. It happened earlier this afternoon around 4.20, just before the busy evening rush. Metro Transit Police say a man was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Police say the suspect ran away. We'll let you know more as additional details come in. You may remember that bad crash almost a week ago in front of the National Zoo on Connecticut Avenue. We've now learned one of the people critically injured that morning is dead. 21-year-old Mohammed Islam was from Massachusetts. He was driving a Tesla, one of the four cars involved in the crash that left seven people wounded. Two others were badly hurt. Police have not updated their conditions. Anyone who has information is asked to call D.C. police. D.C.'s former emergency operations center was near the old St. Elizabeth's Hospital in Southeast. Well, now it's moving closer to where more things tend to happen. Our story from WTOP's John Doman. D.C.'s Emergency Operations Center has been busy. Now the city has a newer, bigger center for the next time it's needed. Our hope is that we don't have to use it for a global pandemic or an attack on our capital or any of the emergencies that can happen in big cities around the world. The new facility in the Navy Yard area has work and training space for hundreds and includes a space for city leaders to work with federal counterparts. That means better coordination. This 42,000 square foot emergency operation Center. U.S. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas is a shining example how federal and local partners can work alongside and with one another. John Dome in WTOP News. Are you ready to buy your first home? Well, you might want to look outside of the district. When looking at the 50 largest metro areas across the country and what might be most important to first-time homebuyers, like culture, jobs, and housing affordability, where did D.C. fall? came out last, which was kind of surprising. Jeff Ostrowski is an analyst with Bankrate, the main reason the district ranks so low. Weak job growth and and long commutes. He said this is compared to bustling job markets in many other metro areas. Places like Austin that were up 9%, uh, Vegas was up 10%. It's not really that D.C.'s job market is shrinking. It's just that comparatively it's not doing as well. As for the top metro area overall for first-time homebuyers, Austin, Texas came in number one. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. 
take me home. Did you used to live in West Virginia? Well, the state legislature there is considering a bill that would give you $25,000 in tax credits to move back to the state to work. The West Virginia Senate passed the bill today, sent it to the House of Delegates. Those eligible for the tax credit had to have lived and worked in West Virginia for at least 10 years or were born in the state. And then they have had to live outside the state for at least a decade before this year. State leaders have tried other cash enticements in the past few years to beef up the sagging population. Coming up after traffic and weather. A Northern Virginia government contractor will grow its workforce by 50%. I'm Jeff Glabel. 608. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Dave Dildheim. At the Anacostia and Potomac River bridges from Capitol Hill toward the Sousa Bridge. Eastbound traffic on Pennsylvania Avenue is still slow under 295 and toward the police activity at Minnesota Avenue. Right lane and right turn to Minnesota Avenue still blocked. 395 from the tunnels to the 14th Street Bridge and back. Just normal delays, but in Virginia, a lot slower than that. Southbound from the Pentagon out of Arlington. Well south past Duke Street, though. The crash was cleared a couple of minutes ago, all southbound lanes open on 395 into Springfield. No delays, of course, in the express lanes if you're slugging for free or paying a toll. Route 28 southbound, one and all heavy and slow from Frying Pan Road and McLaren Road toward Udvar Hazi near Air and Space Parkway. The burned SUV that was being towed along with the tow truck along the far right side. We've got more lanes getting by to the center and the left and all the ramps to the museum also open. 66 minor delays, Beltway in Maryland and Virginia. Slow here and there, but rush hour was pretty tame today and already showing signs of easing without incident. Maryland pretty slow still on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway northbound toward the Beltway and on 270 in stretches between Rockville and Clarksburg. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit Fitzmall.com. Transparency you can trust. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, Amelia Draper here. What are we looking at tonight, Amelia? Well, Sean, for tonight, we're going to be dealing with waves of rain, otherwise cloudy skies, and low temperatures in the low to mid-40s. For tomorrow, starting off with clouds, sunshine, though, makes an appearance for the second half of our Tuesday. A really pleasant day out there. Uh, tomorrow and Wednesday as well, with highs in the low 60s. We're near 70 degrees on Thursday, but there is the chance for some rain out there on Thursday. And rain is looking likely by Friday, with temperatures in the 50s on Friday, currently across the area. 45 in the district and and Frederick, Maryland, and we're at 46 in Manassas. Thanks, Amelia. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTOP at 610. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's go to Jeff Claybaugh. Twitter has reportedly made yet another round of job cuts. This one through an email to employees over the weekend. The Wall Street Journal says the cuts were 10% of its remaining workforce. Twitter's already gone from 7,500 employees to just 2,000. Arresting IT contractor has a lot of new jobs to fill. Intelligent Waves just got its biggest Air Force contract in company history. The Washington Business Journal says it will increase its workforce by 50%. Nike just opened another D.C. store, this one on the H Street Northeast Corridor. And another Nike store just opened in downtown Silver Spring. It also has stores at National Harbor, Woodbridge, Leesburg. But Nike did recently close its big Georgetown store. The Dow finished the day up 72. The S&P 500 up 12. The Nasdaq up 72 points. Jeff Glabel. 
WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Amtrak. Amtrak knows sustainable travel. Their electric trains produce up to 83% fewer greenhouse gas emissions than driving. Book your ride to a greener future at Amtrak.com. Hey, keep it here. We'll preview the latest high-profile case that's about to go before the Supreme Court tomorrow. 611. Here's Kevin Kelly, Chairman and CEO of Arcfield, on the efficiency of model-based systems engineering. Um, today we use model-based systems engineering, whereas in the past we used to design things sequentially. We have to do things much faster now. So we do concurrent engineering. Everybody builds their modules simultaneously. And we have digital models that we input all of that, that data into to make sure that systems are going to interoperate with one another and we can still control those interfaces. So at Artfield, we invest in our, our MBSE, or model-based systems engineering infrastructure, part of our ongoing R&D. We train our people in how to use that, and it, it is a really enabling function that didn't exist 20 or 30 years ago, but is absolutely critical now to, to hasten the pace of development. That's Kevin Kelly, Chairman and CEO of Arcfield. For more of this conversation, go to federalnewsnetwork.com, search Arcfield. Life's better when we do things together, like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near or with you. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. Learn more at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. Do you own a business, run a nonprofit, you need a reliable bank to count on for time-saving financial transactions. I'm Patricia Farrick, president of FVC Bank. Your search for banking convenience is over. FVC Bank is your bank to count on for financial transactions that save time, deliver results, and give peace of mind. Visit fvcbank.com. That's fvcbank.com. Member FDIC. Good evening. Quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Congress returns to work as the White House prepares to release its new budget. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signs a bill that gives him control of Walt Disney World's self-governing district, punishing that company. Keep it here on WTOP. More news in 60 seconds. For a limited time, get high-performance, ultra-reliable internet from Astound Broadband. Plans starting at $20 all-in with a two-year price lock. Free install, free month, and free equipment. No contract, no hidden monthly fees, no data caps. Experience the number one rated internet at our best price ever. Supported by local 24-7 award-winning teams. Connect to a world of possibilities and go all-in with Astound Broadband. Restrictions apply. Visit Astound.com for details. I'm Doug Kammerer, Chief Meteorologist of Storm Team 4. I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Aaron. We're your morning news team here on WTOP. We bring you Storm Team 4 weather reports. To help keep you warm and safe all winter. With the latest updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. We'll tell you what's happening and what's coming. Ice, snow, drastic changes in temperature. Storm Team 4. And WTOP News. Working together to help you deal with the weather. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. It's 6.15. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Hillary Howard. Thanks for being with us. 
For two hours tomorrow morning, the Supreme Court will hear a case surrounding the president's student debt relief plan. Now, the goal of the plan is to cancel $10,000 in federal student loan debt for some graduates. But before the money was forgiven, the plan was challenged in the courts by several Republican-led states. Washington Post Supreme Court reporter Robert Barnes joined us a little earlier to talk about the case and what we can expect to hear from both sides. Well, the Biden administration was looking for a way to relieve those uh, student loan debt, which they say is crippling on certain people who took out loans. They found it in something called the HEROES Act, which was passed after 9-11, and it allows the education secretary to waive or modify loan provisions in response to a national emergency. In this case, it was the coronavirus pandemic. And so they uh, proposed this plan, but before it could go into effect, it was stopped by the courts. So what should we expect from both sides in their arguments tomorrow? Well, there are two big issues. One is, does anyone really have the authority, the legal standing to challenge this? And that's a serious question. Uh, you know, it's not enough just to say you don't like this program or that the even that the president exceeded his authority in this. You have to show that you have been hurt, injured by some action, and that a federal court can do something about it. And the administration says that that hasn't been shown either by these Republican states or by two individuals who one court said could proceed with their challenge. And there is another issue before the court about revolving around this too, right, Bob? Yes. I mean, obviously, the president's authority and whether or not this law, this HEROES Act, really uh, goes so far. There are lots of challengers and, you know, 43 Republican members of the Senate filed a brief saying, you know, there's no way that this act was meant to relieve nearly a half trillion dollars in loan debt and affect more than 40 million people, that that's just something that a president can't do without Congress being involved and authorizing the spending of that money. That's Washington Post Supreme Court reporter Robert Barnes. Now for traffic and weather on the 8th, here's Dave Dildine. And if you're going southbound on 395, you're moving at a better clip out of Arlington. The crash past the Alexandria exits and Duke Street is completely clear. All the lanes are open on 395. 95 southbound still a slow roll from Newington into Woodbridge. But beyond Dale City, the pace is fine. 66, rush hour winding down. And better on 28 southbound from Dulles and Herndon towards Chantilly. The SUV that burned on the right shoulder with police and the tow truck that was originally towing it near Air and Space Museum Parkway. All the lanes on 28 South have been reopened. On the Beltway through Maryland and Virginia, again, rush hour delays are winding down in a hurry. Just a little heavy on the outer loop out of Alexandria and on the inner loop beyond the Legion Bridge near River Road and around the twists and turns on the north side of the Beltway through Silver Spring. On wet pavement but without incident on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, slowest northbound near the Beltway, 270 northbound, slow in stretches out of Montgomery County with the slowest traffic near Gaithersburg, as we often expect this time of day. 95 Beltway to Beltway, fine. Route 50, no delays, but with some road spray through Boone.
Bowie, Annapolis, and across the bay. In the district, eastbound on Pennsylvania Avenue, still slow across the Sousa Bridge under DC 295 and toward the police activity near Minnesota Avenue along the right side. 395 slow but steady through southwest along with DC 295 to and from northeast. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. All right, let's get the latest from Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. Rain at times on your Monday night, otherwise plenty of clouds. Lows tonight in the low to mid-30s to date. This is the third warmest winter on record. And as we look to tomorrow, temperatures running about 10 degrees above normal for the last day of February with clouds giving way to sunshine and a bit of a breeze. Plenty of sun on Wednesday, another pleasant day with high temperatures in the low 60s. The chance for rain out there on Thursday with high temperatures near 70 degrees. Rain is looking likely on Friday with highs in the low 50s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Right now, a lot of rain around the region. 46 in Reston, 45 in Bethesda, 45 in Woodbridge, brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Coming up on WTOP is at least one national park, part of your upcoming vacation plans. We'll talk about that. And also, the Carson Wentz Project is over. It's 620. This message is for anyone looking for $500,000 to a million dollars or more of affordable term life insurance. Even if you have diabetes, high blood pressure, or taking anxiety meds. Here's an example. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe overweight with type 2 diabetes, $1 million of term life insurance may only cost about $200 a month. We're Term Provider. Experts in finding affordable term life insurance for those that may not be in perfect health. If you've had prostate cancer, heart conditions, high cholesterol, or on prescription medications, you may still qualify for half a million to a million dollars or more of affordable term life insurance. Get a quick quote by calling Term Provider at 800-777-1979. 800-777-1979. If you're looking for term life insurance but have type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, or have other health issues, call Term Provider at 800-777-1979 or visit termprovider.com. Termprovider.com. Adventist Healthcare Fort Washington Medical Center is reimagining healthcare in southwestern Prince George's County. With primary care and advanced medical services for patients with diabetes, heart illnesses, and other conditions afflicting our community. Our top-rated specialty physicians provide world-class medical care close to home in our thriving community. Coming soon, Adventist will open a new health destination at National Harbor in Oxon Hill. Our team is dedicated to the health and well-being of our community. Learn more at AdventistFWMC.com slash for you. Are you the parent of an outstanding student-athlete? Nominate your favorite high school athlete for their chance to be WTOP's next Player of the Week. Each week from now through May 19th, WTOP will choose one local athlete in the DMV to be featured on air and online for their contributions to their community and to their team. Visit WTOP.com, search Player to nominate today. WTOP's Player of the Week program is sponsored by Main Street Bank. Bank where you breathe. MStreetBank.com. This is WTOP News 622. And in the news this evening, contaminated waste from the site of that fiery train derailment in Ohio has started moving out. The shipments began today and come after concerns were raised during the weekend about oversight of where the waste was being shipped. The EPA also announced two new hazardous waste sites will get some of those shipments. An incinerator southwest of Cleveland and in Grafton, Ohio, 
a landfill west of Indianapolis as well. The EPA says it's now getting closer to identifying enough certified facilities to take all of the waste from the site of the derailment in East Palestine. When it comes to where you would like to take the family for vacation... More often than not, a national park may be part of the plan. The numbers continue to rebound, approaching pre-pandemic levels. Last year, there were 312 million recreational visits, up 15 million compared to 2021. That's still below what they were before COVID-19 in 2018 and 19. The parks and monuments under the National Parks Control getting the most visits. Not surprising, places like the Golden Gate Bridge, the Lincoln Memorial, the Smoky Mountains, and the Grand Canyon. Steve Futterman, CBS News. Virginia State Park campgrounds will open in just a few days on March 3rd. Full-service campgrounds with bathhouses are open from the first Friday in March through the first Monday in December. Hungry Mother, Pocahontas, and Shenandoah River State Parks are the exception. They've got full-service campgrounds year-round. We've had some unusual hurricane seasons in recent years. Living through one hurricane is bad enough. But some places in the U.S. are getting slammed multiple times a season. A new study suggests climate change is driving the phenomenon, which used to be considered rare. Princeton University scientists used computer simulations to see whether this apparent change was real or and lasting. And here's what they found. Of the nine storm-prone areas examined, seven showed a spike in storm risk since 1949. Only Charleston, South Carolina and Pensacola, Florida did not. The CDC says it's detected an increase in infections caused by a drug-resistant stomach bug. It characterizes as a serious public health threat. An estimated 450,000 Americans are infected by Shigella every year. The bacteria, often spread through contaminated food and surfaces or through sex, typically results in only diarrhea and fever that doctors can treat with antibiotics. But the CDC is now warning that the share of Shigella infections caused by antibiotic-resistant strains has begun to accelerate, calling it a serious public health threat. Untreated infections can result in severe complications and spread resistance to other germs. At CBS's Alexander Tin, health authorities in the U.S. and in Europe have detected unusual and large outbreaks over the winter and expect more waves of infections in the coming months. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 625, Rob Woodfork with us tonight. Carson Wentz, we hardly knew you. Yeah, really. Uh, the Washington Commanders making the big but not unexpected news today, releasing Carson Wentz and Bobby McCain. The uh, combined clear more than $30 million of cap space a couple of weeks before the start of the new league year. Now, we know what Washington's doing at quarterback. That's Sam Howell's gig for now. But what about Wentz in his first try at free agency? One of two things, Dan Orlovsky says on ESPN's NFL Live. Find a team that has a starter that's a little bit in question, the Miami Dolphins, and maybe go say, I'm going to be the backup. And we know Tua has uh, history with injury. The second thing is, maybe he's done with football. He's been beat up a ton. He's got a ton of injuries. He's made himself a ton of money. Maybe Carson Wentz walks away from the game. Hey, maybe Frank Reich. He's in Carolina now, huh? Maybe could, third time's a charm with be. your uh, mentor. Uh, busy night for Howard basketball. They're trying to get back in the one column at SC State. Uh, the women's team right now in front, 35-18 to 18 at the break. The men's team trying to snap a two-game slide uh, after this game ends. Rob Woodwork, WTOP Sports. All righty. Thank you, Rob. It is 626 here on WTOP. 
Your mother used to always say, stop scratching. Well, at MGM National Harbor, we like to say, scratch it rich. MGM Rewards members can play Scratch It Rich Daily now through March 